You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Magpapatuloy po tayo sa ating series ngayon. We are already in our fourth week of our uh, series topic, All and Nothing. It means Christ and what He has done on the cross are actually all sufficient for our salvation and there's nothing that we can add to it. Okay, that's why salvation is by faith alone. It's not by works. It's by faith alone to the finished work of Christ Jesus. Okay, magpapatuloy po tayo. Ikaapat na po natin na linggo ito. At very interesting po yung ating topic. But before that, allow me to show you this picture. Kilala ko ba ninyo yan? Yan ha? si Robert Jaworski. <laughs> Nasa Old Testament po kayo kung tingin niyo sa kanya. Okay, si Stephen Curry, isa ko sa mga superstar yan ng NBA. Siya po ay sa Golden State Warriors. Last year, sila po ang nag-champion. Bagamat this year, hindi sila nag-champion. But the good thing about Stephen Curry is not just him being a superstar in NBA, but him as a genuine believer of Christ Jesus. Now, I would like to read what he said in an interview. At ito po ay makikita natin kung anong laman ng isipan niya at laman ng puso niya. Sabi niya, God has given me talents to play basketball for a living. But I still have to work hard to improve every day. I know that in the grand scheme of things, this is just a game that can be taken from me at any moment. But I love that basketball gives me the opportunity to do good things for people and to point them towards the man who died for our sins on the cross. I know I have a place in heaven waiting for me because of Him. And that something no earthly prize or trophy could ever, could ever top. There's more to me than just this jersey I wear. And that's Christ living inside of me. So, yan po si Stephen Carreto yung sinabi niya. This is just somehow a reflection of being a genuine believer of Christ Jesus. Nagmamanifest sa kanyang bibig yung laman ng kanyang puso at kanyang kaisipan. And siya ay hindi naman ho pastor. Hindi siya nag-resign sa pagbabasketball to be in the pulpit ministry or to be a pastor or to be a full-time pastor. But you see, as a basketball player, God was actually using him so he could point Jesus Christ to the people around him. Na siyempre, magaling siya mag-basketball. Okay? Ito yung klaseng a player na kung sumushoot, hindi na nagaantay, hinahagis na lang ng hinahagis yung bola, nagtataka ko pa paano sumushoot. O naalala ko lang mga panahon naglalaro rin ako ng basketball eh. Pero sablay nga lang, okay? <laughs> so siya po ay sikat na sikat and yet, he is taking it as an opportunity, yung kasikatan niya. Yung pagiging magaling niyang mag-basketball player, he is using it as an opportunity so he could point people to Jesus Christ. So his life is very important. His testimony is very important. Dahil kung iba ang kanyang sinasabi sa kanyang ginagawa, people won't believe him. And that is our topic also for today. Pag-uusapan natin is about our continuous change being done by the Lord. Dahil ang gusto ng Diyos, lahat tayo ay magamit bilang isang buhay na patotoo, na may tunay na pagbabago. Nasa ganun, we can also point people to Jesus Christ. Amen? Tumayo tayong lahat. Topic po natin ngayon is our position in Christ. Dito po sa may Colossians, chapter 3, beginning verse 1 up to 4. Sabay-sabay po natin basahin. 1, 2, 3. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, 
where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in glory. Let's bow down our head. Lord, thank you so much for this time that we can know you more and enable us to concentrate and to focus on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Give us the faith to always believe, to always believe your word and also apply it in our lives. Thank you, Lord Holy Spirit. We acknowledge you in our midst today. In Jesus' name, amen. Position in Christ. Tingnan mo natin yung background, okay? Dito po sa atin pong pag-uusapan, si Pablo po alam natin, from the first week pa lang, sumulat siya sa Colossian Church. Okay? And at this chapter 3, Paul was actually giving instruction to put on their, their new self. Okay? Sinasabi ni Pablo, ngayon tayo ay buhay kay Kristo. Ibig sabihin, tayo ngayon ay nasa piling na ni Kristo. We used to be dead to sin, but now we were raised with Christ. We are now alive with alive in Christ. Isuot natin yung bagong tayo. Kung ano dapat tayo ngayon, iba yun sa kung sino tayo dati. We used to live in sin, but now we should have a new perspective. We should have a new desire in our heart because that will dictate our behavior. Now, ang chapter 3 po is all about our transformational process. Now, let me just qualify. Okay, for the sake of our discussion. Pag sinabi po transformation, Ibig sabihin, from the kingdom of darkness, you are now in the kingdom of light. Sabihin na, born again ka. Tinanggap po si Kristo sa buhay mo. So, dati kang nasa kasalanan, nasa kadiliman, ngayon ay nasa kaliwanagan ka na. Now, hindi puro nagtatapos. Nagpapatuloy ang pagbabago na gustong gawin ng Diyos sa atin. At ang tawag doon is sanctification. God would like us to have a sanctified life so every day, uh, we make sure nakbabasa tayo ng salita ng Diyos, nagpipray tayo, and we are asking God to continuously change us from glory to glory. Ang tawag doon is sanctification. Now, sa buhay natin, meron tayong tinatawag, ang tao is a tripartite being. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Meron tayong spirito, kaluluwa, at katawan. At yan ang sabi ng 1 Thessalonians 5.23. May God Himself, the God of grace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole Spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So ito yung necessity why God is sanctifying us every day and we need to cooperate with Him because it is not us that would change ourselves. Si Lord yung bumabago sa buhay natin. Kaya Siya yung nagsasanctify sa atin pero makipag-cooperate tayo. Now, as I said, as mentioned here, tripartite being tayo. Meron tayong spirit, soul, and body. Meron ba nitong wala siyang kaluluwa? Okay, lahat tayo may kaluluwa, lahat tayo may spirito, at lahat tayo mayroong katawan. Okay? Isa lang yung nakikita natin dito, pero tayo may spirito, may kaluluwa, at mayroong katawan. Now, yung spirito natin, this is what you call our human spirit, nung naborn again tayo, dati patay tayo dahil sa kasalanan. Spiritually, we were made alive. The Holy Spirit came upon us, regenerated our human spirit, and now we are spiritually alive in Christ Jesus. So our spirit was made alive by the power of the Holy Spirit. So yun yung unang nangyari sa atin. You get my point? 
Now, we can communicate with God because God is a spiritual being and we are now also spiritual because our spirit, who used to be dead because of sin, is now made alive. Now, ano man yung ating kaluluwa? Ang kaluluwa natin, yan yung ating isip, yung ating puso, yung ating emosyon, yung will natin. Okay? Ito yung gumagawa most of the time ng desisyon. Ini-execute na lamang ng katawan. So kung ano man yung ginagawa ng katawan, yan ay bunga ng nasa kanyang isipan at bunga ng ninasa ng kanyang puso. Now, having this understanding, maiintindihan natin that now that we are spiritually alive, that God is continuously sanctifying us on the area of our soul. And that is our mind, mind in our heart. Now, pag-uusapan po natin, what says us for continuous change? One sabi ron, set your heart on things above. Pangalawa, set your mind on things above. Okay? Ang kaibahan lang po dyan ay yung isa, puso. Yung isa ay isip. Simulan po natin ang discussion ngayon. Number one is set your heart on things above. Yan po ang sabi ng unang verse na ating binasa ho kanina. Sabi ganon, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Sabi nyo, set your heart. Nais ko muna ipaintindi sa inyo na yung salitang raised with Christ, okay? Ibig sabihin, ibig kapareho din po yan pag sinabing you are alive in Christ. Or raised with Christ, binuhay, kasama si Kristo. Kasi nagkaroon tayo ng tinatawag na identification with Christ. Sabihin nyo, identification. Okay? Pag, pagkakahalintulad. Nung si Kristo ay namatay, dahil kasi kinuha niya yung kasalanan natin, Ang tawag sa atin, namatay din tayo sa kasalanan. Nung siya'y nabuhay, dahil napagtagumpayan niya ang kamatayan, ibig sabihin, sa pamamagitan ni Kristo, tayo rin ay nabuhay na kasama niya. You get my point? So, we are all now spiritually alive in Christ if you receive Christ in your heart and you repented from all of your sins. Now, ang kasunod ngayon ay ito. Itong sinasabi ni Paul sa mga taga-Corinthians. Okay. Set your hearts on things above. Italaga mo o i-align mo ang puso mo sa Diyos. Ibig sabihin po ng set, establish or align. So if we are to combine those words, set your heart, it means establish or aligning your desire, motivation, devotion, and cravings. Okay? Pag sabing set your heart, ito yung, mga, ito yung, yung heart refers to the desire. It refers to motivation devotions, and cravings. Dati-dati nung tayo hindi pa mananampalataya, may mga desire tayo na it doesn't matter whether it is aligned with God's will or not. Basta gusto natin, gusto natin. Kahit ang sinasabi na rin, minsan nung isipan natin mali, most of the time, ang nagdidikta ng ating behavior ay yung nararamdaman natin, yung puso natin. Kaya nga hindi ba, nauso yung kantang sana, dalawa ang puso ko. Dahil kahit sabi, sabi ng isipan mo, eh, hindi na pwede, pero yung puso mo, iba ang kinikrave. Why? Because your heart is not yet aligned to the will of God. Amen. So, iba yung gusto ng puso mo, iba yung gusto ng Diyos. Hindi bang mga inam? Kung ano yung desire ng Diyos, yun din yung desire mo. Amen. That is why we need continually to be sanctified by God and we must Cooperate. In the way we cooperate, we set our hearts on things above. Now, the question is, 
What is your hearts mostly devoted on or devoted to? San ba mostly mo ginugugol o san ba devoted ang puso mo? Pangalawa is, what are the cravings of your heart? Whether before or today. Now, it's understandable if before may mga cravings ka na hindi align sa Diyos. Halimbawa, abo, ikaw ay naging drug addict, ano? Mahilig ka sa droga, halimbawa lang. Huwag niyo nung gagawin yan, lalo na sa mga panahong ito, ha? Delikado kayo. Okay. Halimbawa lang, di ba? Ang gagawin mo, pagka gusto mo ng droga, gagawa ka ng lahat ng paraan para makakuha ka lamang ng shabu at makateka. Why? Yun ang cravings mo eh. Pero, hindi align yun sa Diyos. Ngayon daw na kristyano na tayo, dapat kung anong pagnanasa ng Diyos, yun din yung gusto natin. If God loves to bless people, dapat ganun din yung puso natin. If God would like people to come to God, dapat ganun din yung heart natin. We also desire to let our family, our loved ones, our friends, office mates, classmates, to be connected or reconnected with God. Why? Because that's the heart of God. The cravings of God's heart must also be the cravings of our heart. Amen. Christ came to seek and to save the lost. That's the heart of Jesus. So dapat, kung tayo na buhay na kasama niya, may identification tayo kay Christ, dapat ganun din yung desire natin. And if in case na yung desire ng puso natin ay wala, hindi pa naka-align sa Diyos, yan ang gagawin nating panalangin. Lord, be the Lord of my heart. Be the, be the Lord of my cravings, of my desire. I surrender these things to you. So, ang buhay natin every day is a life of surrender. While it is true that the first time we surrendered our life, we receive our salvation. But daily, we have to check whether Jesus Christ is the Lord of all areas of our lives. Amen. Now, sabi na Ephesians chapter 2, verse 15 to 16. Do not love the world or anything in the world. Okay? Paibig sabihin yan, yung ways of the world, yung mga makamundong bagay. Okay? If anyone loves the world, the love of, love of the Father for the Father is not in them. Verse 16. For everything in the world, ano yon? Last of the flesh. Second? Pangatlo? Comes not from the Father, but from the world. Dati-dati, ito yung gusto natin. Kung ano yung last of the flesh, last of the eyes, Pride of life, doon tayo bumibigay, yun yung cravings natin. And okay lang sa atin nun, so we don't have, we didn't have the sense of God or fear of God in us. Kasi wala naman tayong malalim na ugnayan or relationship sa Diyos. Paul was actually saying now, now that you are children of God, and that is your position in Christ, now that you are an ambassador of Christ, now that you are a believer, now that you are with God, having the life of God, the cravings of your heart must change. Amen. Kinakailangan mayroon ng pagbabago sa puso ninyo. At kung ano ang gusto ng Diyos, dapat yun din yung gusto ninyo. Now, Kung dati last of the flesh, last of the eyes, pride of life, alam naman natin si Eva at si Adan ay bumagsak sa ganyan, mag-iba na tayo. Hindi na rin. Hindi na natin dapat mahalin pa ang mga bagay sa mundo. At sabi po ng Ephesians 2 verse 3 to 6, 
All of us, sabi natin, all of us, also live among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of His great love for us, say great love, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Okay. Now, ito yung sinasabi ko rito kanina. Yung cravings ng flesh natin, dati sa mundo, ay hindi kalaoban ng Panginoon. Pero ngayon sabi, binuhay na tayo at ang position natin, ano sabi ron, seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Now, I would like you to take note of that word, seated us with Him in heavenly realms. When Christ went back to heaven, umupo siya sa kanang kamay ng Diyos Ama. It is not literal, it is figurative. That is His position as the only mediator between God and men. Anong ibig sabihin ng mediator? Ang mga tao ay inabot niya at kinunekta niya sa Diyos. Okay? Tayo ay minsang nawala at nagwala-wala at nawalang-wala, pero kinuha tayo ng Panginoon at ibinalik tayo sa Diyos. That is the Lord's mediatory or intercessory ministry. Now, Christ already did it. It is finished. Now, we as the church, we are the extensions of Jesus Christ. We have the obligation to just extend or to demonstrate okay, what Christ has already accomplished on the cross. Nung minijake niya na ang Diyos at ang tao, ibig sabihin, ang kaligtasan ay bukas. Ang kapatawaran ay nakahain na. Ang reconciliation ay nakahain na. Tayo as the church, we receive a mandate from God to also do the same thing to unbelievers, to the lost people. Kung paanong may gumawa sa atin, nilapit tayo kay Jesus at nakakilala tayo sa Diyos, tayo ay extension ng Panginoon, gagawin din natin yon sa iba. Adyan po kayo. Now, pero, paano mangyayari yun kung sakaling tayo na sinasabi natin we are believers and yet walang pagbabago na makita sa atin? Ganun pa rin tayo mag-isip, karnal pa rin tayo mag-isip, karnal pa rin tayo mag, 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 mga desires natin. How can we be an effective witness for the Lord? Nabalikan natin yung text natin kanina, ang sinabi ron, mayroon tayong nababasang, seated at the right hand of God. Set your heart, sabi ganun, set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. So yung, yung ating daw puso, which is our desire, kinakailangan nakatuon kay Kristo kung saan siya nakaupo sa kanang kamay ng Diyos Ama. At sinabi natin, that is Christ's mediatory ministry. So, ibig sabihin, ang gusto ng Diyos na ang puso natin ay mag-desire ng makapagdala ng maraming kaluluwa sa Kanya. Kayo ba gusto nyo? Kayo lang yung naligtas sa bahay ninyo. Matutuwa ba kayo pagdating ng panahon nasa langit kayo tas lahat ng mahal ninyo sa buhay nasa impyerno? Ba't di kayo makasagot? Gusto ba ninyo yun? No. 
So that's the cry of God's heart. He came to seek and save the lost. Italaga raw natin yung puso natin sa ganong klase ng pananaw. Na gusto ko, Lord, magamit mo ako. Makapagdala ng kaluluwa sa iyo. Madala ko yung mga mahal ko sa buhay, yung mga kaibigan ko, yung mga kaopisina ko. At kapag makakitaan nila ako ng magandang testimony sa buhay ko, then they believe, they will believe with what I'm going to tell them. Amen. The profession of our faith must go hand in hand with our life testimony. That's why even our desires must be aligned to the desires of God. Nais po ng Diyos na sa buhay natin, hindi lang tayo yung naligtas. Contento ba kayong kayo lang naligtas? Gusto ng Diyos, yung mga nasa paligid natin ay makakilala rin sa Kanya. Now, ito yung puso ni Jesus eh. Sa Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 19. Ito yung naging mission niya kung bakit siya nagpunta rito. Para lang maintindihan natin yung gustong gawin na, yung gusto ng Diyos na gawin din natin. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Okay, when Christ came, this was actually His first preaching. Sinabi niya, Spirit of the Lord was upon me, for He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. So karamihan dyan mababasa niya, proclaim, proclaim, proclaim. Now, Christ is already in heaven and His Spirit is with us by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are the extension of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we ourselves should not stop proclaiming the good news. Amen. We keep on proclaiming the good news because we are the extension of the Lord's ministry. God called us not just to be saved and enjoy our Christian life. May pinapagawa ang Panginoon sa atin. It's not, Marisa, is it a hard task? To those whose desire is to see soul being saved, it is not a hard task. But for the unwilling, it's hard. And the good thing is that the same anointing na ibinigay kay Jesus, remember Christ was in a human form. He was empowered by the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit is with you, with me, and with all of us. That would make us be an effective witness. You may not be ready and it's alright. But we must keep on growing up to such time na tayo ay patuloy na binabago ng Panginoon and we can already start saying, I have this changed life. It's because of Jesus. Amen. Nagbago yung buhay natin dahil kayo. And people would believe. Why? Because they would believe our testimony. You know, Nung ako'y unang naborn again lang sa bahay namin, wala akong kadesire-desire na makita ko yung family ko. Pumunta, makakilala sa Panginoon. So, bagong born again ako, kaya ako naborn again dahil sa takot ko sa impyerno. Kasi may nagsabi sa akin, pupunta daw ako sa impyerno eh. So, eventually, naka, when God found me, nakakilala ako kay Lord. Yung nakapanood ako ng pelikula. Yung pelikula is Burning Hell. Ewan ko, napanood siya na yun. Luma na yun eh. Okay. Sabi ko, Lord, papahanay yung pamilya ko. Yung nabago yung desire ng heart ko na okay na ako ligtas ka, bahala na kayo sa buhay ninyo, okay lang. Basta ako ligtas. And I realized, hindi pala kalooban ng Panginoon niya. Sabi ko, Lord, gusto ko yung pamilya ko makakilala rin sa'yo. I shared the Word of God to my sister. Kadali-dali, pinakamadaling na-sharean ko ng Word of God. Sama agad. Sa church, tumanggap siya sa Panginoon. Tapos yung kapatid ko naman, yung bunso, 
eh siya pala naborn again sa isang campus. So sabi ko, buti pa, sama-sama tayo sa isang church tayo. And then let us pray para makakilala yung mga mahal pa natin sa buhay na iba. O, sama-sama kami, hindi tatlo na kami. Tapos sinerang ko yung kuya ko. Kahit nakatakot-takot na persecution ang ginawa sa akin, eh eventually sumama rin. Nakupo doon sa preaching. At simula na magsimula yung preaching, hanggang sa bago matapos yung preacher, tulog. At nung siya'y nagising na, eh, pa-conclusion na. Abay, could you imagine, eh, biglang lumapit doon sa altar, tinanggap si Jesus. Totoo ako, sabi ko, God, it's a miracle. Kasi habang magkatabi kami, natutulog, nakaganong. Kasi yung upuan noon, eh, parang alam nyo sa eskwelahan, yung may desk na ganon. Kalilayan, kalilayan. Paano makakarilig? Kasi nito ito'y tulog. Ayoko naman gisingin, baka magalit sa akin. Pero pag gising niya, eh nasa conclusion na yung pastor. Eksaktong-sakto. Eh, lumapit ba naman doon sa harapan at nag-alay ng buhay niya sa Panginoon? So, apat na kami. Tapos sumunod yung nanay ko, may nakitang pagbabago sa aming apat. Noong pagkakumakain kami ng sabay-sabay, pagkatapos at hugasan na ng pinggan, nagtatakbuhan kami lahat. Nagulat yung nanay ko, nag-uunahan kaming lahat na maghugas ng pinggan. The following day, ako'y nagbuburod, yung kapatid ko'y nagwawalis, yung isa nagtatapon. Sabi ng nanay ko, anong nangyari sa inyo? She saw a change in all of us. And suddenly, she became so curious. Sabi, saan ba kayo nagpupunta pagkalinggo? Tapos sinabi namin, para ayaw pa sumama, ginawa, nag-invite kami ng pastor sa bahay, nagkaroon ng Bible study, right there. Nagtumanggap ang nanay ko sa Panginoon at naisama namin sumunod sa church. Amen? And eventually, dahil father ko na nasa abroad, eventually, yung tatay ko naman yung sumunod na nakakilala. You see, the power of having a right and a good testimony, yung nakita kang nagkaroon ng pagbabago, no? parang mismo yung aso mo, minsan hindi ka na makilala, tinatahol lang ka na kasi nagbago ka. <laughs> you see, in our heart, dapat, Sabi, set your heart on things above. So, ibig sabihin, nasahin mo yung mga bagay na para sa Diyos at kalooban ng Panginoon. So, kung iniisip mo na ikaw ay gusto mo ring maging buhay na patotoo sa iba so that you can point them to Jesus, yun ang ating tungkulin na sa buhay natin makakitaan tayo ng tunay na pagbabago. Now, let me read this verse in Matthew 6, 20-21. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Sino rito ang mga binata? Tasang kamay. Kayo ba ay nakapagregalo na ng mamahaling bulaklak sa inyong iniirug at sinisinta? Ha? Sino, sino nakapagbigay na ng bulaklak? Ay, yapa. So, talagang kuripot lang kayo. O kaya yung mamahaling tsokolate, Ha? Yung choknat. <laughs> ha? Tobleron. Pwede na. Basta malaki. Okay. Basta wag lang yung bulaklak na mayroong krus, ha? Iba ibig sabihin nun, eh. Yung pinap... O kaya yung may malaking ganyan, no? tapos may sash. Huwag ganun. Dahil delikado kayo doon. Basted lagad kayo. Okay. Bakit nagagawa mo nang kawang magregalo ng mamahaling bulaklak at tsokolate sa isang babae. Bakit? Dahil inyong minamahal. 
Naroon yung puso ninyo sa kanya kahit malindi mo iniinda. Okay? Kahit ang layo ng tirahan. Kahit sa bagyo nakatira. Mula pa lang dito sa Maynay, bibili ka ng everlasting at dadalhin mo doon. <laughs> Marami ng everlasting sa bagyo. <laughs> Bakit mo nagagawa? Kasi yung puso mo ay nasa Kanya. Ang tanong doon, si Kristo ba ay nasa puso natin? Dahil ko ang puso natin ay nakay Jesus, kahit na minsan, umuulan pa, pupunta ka pa rin ng church. Kahit hirap ang parking, pupunta ka pa rin. Kahit malang pamasay, pupunta ka pa rin. Why? Kasi yung puso mo na kay Jesus eh. You are willing to sacrifice. Amen. And if your heart is in Christ, may presyo ka mang binabayaran sa paglilingkod mo, ang nagdedetermine pa rin ng iyong desisyon ay yung, yung pagmamahal sa Panginoon. Now, ang sabi ni Andy Stanley, sabi niya, your devotion to God is illustrated, demonstrated, and authenticated by your love for others. That means, mayroong manifestation dahil mahal mo ang Panginoon, magagawa mong mahalin ng iyong kapwa mo, and the best way, I think, to love your neighbor is to introduce that person to the one who can love him the most. And that is God. Amen. Kung masabi mo, mahal mo yung isang tao, pero hindi mo siner yung Word of God na magdedetermine hindi lang ng future niya, kundi ng kanyang destiny, hindi mo siya talaga tunay na mahal. Dahil pakilala mo siya sa isang taong tunay na nagmahal sa kanya at nagbigay ng buhay doon sa cross. Amen. Now, pangalawang point that I would like is set your mind on things above. Hindi lang yung ating puso, yung desire ng ating puso, kundi the way we think, yung ating kaisipan. Sabi na, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Hindi sa mga bagay na makamundo. Alam nyo, ang mundo rito ay may sariling standard eh. Okay? May sariling standard at takbo ang mundo. Na ang gusto ng Panginoon, dahil ang ibig sabihin ng setting your minds on things above, means feeling and aligning your thoughts with God's will. Nakalinya ba yung isipan ba natin ay nakaline, naka-align sa Diyos? O yung isipan ba natin ay pinupuno natin ng mga bagay patungkol sa Diyos? Kasi ang isip natin, para tayong computer, ano ang input? Yan ang output. Before we do things, pumasok muna yan sa ating kaisipan. So lahat ng bagay ay dumadaan sa ating kaisipan. Ito ay crucial. Nung tayo ay nasa mundo, ang lahat ng isipan natin, ang laman ng isipan natin, okay, hindi lahat yan ay naka-align sa kalooban ng Panginoon. We just do things because we would like to do it. We do things because that's the way we were programmed by the world. Okay? Ito ang sinasabi sa atin ni Pablo sa Romans 12.2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Pag sinabi pong pattern, subukan nyo naman sigurang magpagawa ng damit, hindi ba? Mayroon yung tinatawag na pattern. Kahit isang libong pagawa mong pare-pareho, madali nilang magagawa kasi mayroon ng pattern. Ang mundong ito, hinulma. Hinuhulma tayo sa kaisipan ng mundo. May pattern. If you go by the pattern of this world, then you will be like one of those who have worldly things in their minds. Pero tayo, we must be within the pattern of God's Word. 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mabago na matransform na pati yung ating kaisipan. Born again na tayo, pati, dapat, ang sumunod yan, dapat yung kaisipan. Then, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. is good, pleasing, and perfect will. Iba na tayo mag-isip noon, iba tayo mag-isip dapat na ngayon. Kasi ang number one consideration natin ay si Jesus. Halimbawa lang, halimbawa, mayroong gustong kumuha sa aking artista. <laughs> Mahal ang bayad. <laughs> Siyempre, ayoko naman ang chip. Ano? <laughs> Kinukuha akong artista, kaya lang bibigyan ako ng role na hindi maganda. Magbobold ako, halimbawa. <laughs> Mahal ang bayad. Tatanggapin ko ba? Kung noon siguro, pwede. <laughs> Pero hindi na pwede ngayon. Kristiyano na ako, hindi na ako kristiyano. Pastor pa ako. Okay? Maring inisip ko, ako, malaking pera ito. Gano'n ko katagal kikitahin ito? Balamang, di ba hindi ko kakitahin ito? Pero ito ino-open, instant lang. Gaganong ka lang, o porma-porma ka lang na ganyan. Mabiro mo, milyon na. But that's not no longer the way I think. Hindi na ganun yung pattern ng kaisipan ko. My pattern is that, Lord, kalooban mo ba ito? Will this honor your name? Will this glorify your name? Is this aligned to the purpose that you have in my life? And if it's, if it's no, then I would also say no. Why? Because my mind should be aligned to the will of God. Amen. Siguro ho, kung gagawin ko yun, mawawala ako marahil sa calling ko sa Panginoon. Kaya nga sabi, alam nyo kasi, ang mundo ipapakita sa iyo yung magandang klase ng daan eh. Dito kanya padadaanin. Maluwag, maganda, makinis, pero ang dulo nun, hindi mo alam, it's destruction. But there's a way, okay, na makipod siya. Makipod siya, lubak-lubak, mahirap, pero ang dulo pala nun ay kabuti sa sa kabutihan natin. Kaya rin yung sinasabi, then, you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. Meron nga tayong kapatiran kanina rito, na alam ko naman, kilala nyo, nag-preach siya at, uh, last time dito eh. Dati siyang artista, okay? Kinukuha siyang mag-model ng brief. Okay, sabi niya, po, payag ako po sa hahawakan ko yung brief. <laughs> hindi isusuot. Ay, sabi na, hindi eh, malang ibabayad namin siya, gusto namin, isuot mo, tapos yung billboard ilalagay doon sa EDSA. <laughs> eh, Christian na siya, sabi niya, tinanggihan niya kahit ang laki ng bayad. Why? It does not honor God ang sabi niya. Pero alam niyo, malamang kung ginawa niya yun, marahil hindi siya nag-preach dito. <laughs> malamang nawala siya sa kanyang calling mula sa Panginoon. That's exactly what I mean. It takes obedience first. It takes our mind to be aligned with God's first. Then you will be able to see. The entire plan of God in your life is far better than what the world can offer. Amen? God is a good God. Amen? Let's give Him praise. Kung importante pala na ang isipan natin ay pinupuno natin ng mga bagay sa Diyos, ang tanong is, what have I been feeling my mind lately? Tanongin natin ang sarili natin. Ano ba yung mga bagay na pinapasok ko ngayon sa aking kaisipan? Baka masyado kayong busy nang may hinahanap kayo kung saan-saan kayo nakararating, pindot kayo ng pindot dyan, tapos na mo nang nakarating na pala kayo sa CR ng kapitbahay ninyo may hinahanap, hanap kayo. And it consumes your time, your energy, and your passion. Ano yung nagkukonsume sa inyo ngayon? 
Are you still seeking God and would like to know Him? Or you are seeking the go, go, go? Okay? The Lord says in the Bible says in Matthew 22, verse 37, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Paano yung loving the Lord with all your mind? Di ba dapat with all of your heart? Yes, that's true. Nandiyan yan eh. Pero bakit with all your mind? Nakarinig niyo pa yung tinatawag na intellectual love. Loving God with understanding. It's like worshiping the Lord in truth, in spirit and in truth. Hindi mo pwedeng mahalin ang isang tao na sa paraan ng gusto mong mahalin siya pero hindi niya na-appreciate. Now, sabi nito ni John Piper, there are several components to intellectual love for God. First is dedicating our minds to knowing Him. Do you desire to know God? And if you desire to know God, hindi ka lang makukontento sa general preaching. Pupunta ka ron at magtatanong ka saan ba pwedeng, sino ba pwedeng mag-disciple sa akin? Gusto, gusto ko pang makilala si Lord eh. Gusto ko may magdi-disciple sa akin. We are interested in knowing God more because the more we know Him, the more we know Him, the more our minds would be aligned to His mind. Thinking, number two is thinking clearly, sabi niya, and truly about Him so that we don't have false ideas in our minds. Now, di ba usong-uso nung araw yung yung may meron kang pitaka, may wallet ka. Okay? Tapos yung litrato ng misis mo nilalagay mo ron, hindi ba? Ngayon hindi na sa pitaka, sa cellphone na. Di ba? Ganun na uso ngayon eh. Uso ba pa sa inyo? Okay. Nilalagay mo yung picture doon. Now, kung nakita ng asawa mo ay ibang picture. Ah? Tapos sabi mo, ay hindi, kaya naman nilagay ko yan diyan dahil kasi kamukha mo. Tingin makikita ko siya. Naalala kita, mahal na mahal kasi kita eh. Galing na palusot, ano? Pero kahit sabi mo mga tuwirang ka ng ganun, mali. Hindi yan yung paraan para ipakita mong mahal mo yung asawa mo. Hindi sa pamagitan ng paglalagay ng litrato dyan na mukha lang asawa mo, pero hindi siya naman asawa mo. God would like us to love Him in the way we would like Him to love Him. Gusto ng Diyos na mahalin natin siya sa paraang gusto ng Diyos, hindi sa paraang gusto natin. Amen. Hindi ka po pwedeng gumawa ng isang bagay, tapos sasabihin mo, maglalagay ka halimbawa dyan ng ribulto, sasabihin mong, ah, basta ito si God. Parang ginawa na Israelites in the Old Testament, gumawa sila ng golden calf. Ito ang aming Diyos. Eh hindi nga, yan ang prescribed way. It's like worshiping God in spirit and in truth, not in false, not in lies. Amen. So, yun yung na intellectual love of God. Mamahalin mo siya ayon sa katotohanan ng Diyos sa kanyang mga salita. Number three, not being satisfied with merely an intellectual awareness of His attributes, character and acts, but intentionally devoting that mental effort to serve the affections for God. So, magiging aware ka, aware ka na mayroong Diyos. Alam mo, kilala mo siya. Pero gagamitin mo rin yung kaalamang yan para siya'y paglingkuran mo sa buhay mo. Paano mo ba ako magagamit, Panginoon? Paano ba ako magiging blessing sa iba at pagkatapos sa inyo, makilala kanila sa pamamagitan ko? Yun na ho yung takbo ng ating kaisipan. Pag ikaw ay nagtrabaho, pagbutihin mo yung trabaho mo, dahil people will look at you. Because in your mind, darating yung time na bibigyan ka ng opportunity ng Lord to witness to them at pag-witness mo sa kanila 
they will believe you because maayos yung iyong trabaho. Ganun na yung takbo ng iyong kaisipan. Hindi na puro sa'yo, puro sa'yo, puro sa'yo, puro sa'yo. Iniisip mo, Lord, how can I glorify you in my life? Why? Because our life is now hidden with Christ. Sabi ng Colossians 3.3, For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Ibig sabihin, nasa piling na kayo ngayon ni Kristo. You are now one with Christ. If anyone is in Christ, He's a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, the new has come. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in glory. Christ is not just the source of our life. He is our life Himself. Your heart beats because of Him. Your mind runs because of Him. Because in Him we live and move and have our entire being. So kung gagawa tayo ng isang bagay, hindi na lamang temporaring mga bagay ang nakikita natin, hindi na lamang mga mga bagay dito sa mundo. Kung dititignan natin yung eternal impact ng lahat ng bagay na gagawin natin. 2 Corinthians 4.18 So we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Church, we are designed by God for eternity. Not just here on earth, but we are God. We are designed by God to heaven and for all eternity. Christ is now at the right hand of the Father. He will no longer die. And because our life is hidden in, with, hidden in Christ and hidden with Christ, we will no longer die. We are going to have eternal life. What we do here on earth must have an eternal impact, must have an eternal value. Because we are not designed only for temporal, we are designed for eternity. Setting our heart and mind on things above aligns us to God's purpose that matters in eternity. Church, it's all because God loves us. It's all because His grace is available for us that we can do all of these things. Our responsibility is to set our heart and to set our mind on things above. Let's bow down our head. Thank you, God. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you because it's your grace that changes everything. We are weak, but you are strong. We have sinned, but you have forgiven us. Not only that you have forgiven us, you have transformed us and you have sanctified us and continually sanctifying us. Lord, we just come to you in humility of our hearts. Have your way in us. Have your way in us. Sa lahat po ng naririto ngayong oras na ito, kung kayo po ay ngayon lang dumalo, o maaaring dumalo na po kayo sa maraming pagkakataon, subalit alam ninyo sa inyong puso na hindi nyo pa ibinigay ng lubos ang inyong buhay sa Panginoon. Nais ko pong ibigay ang pagkakataong ito para sa inyo. Kapatid, mahal ka ng Panginoon. Matagal na siyang kumakatok sa puso mo. Bakit hindi mo ngayon subukang buksan ang puso ngayon para kay Jesus? Nang maranasan mo ang lawak ng pag-ibig niya sa'yo, paring may problema ka, wag mong isipin yung problema niya na hadlang, kayang lutasin ng Diyos yan. Ang pinakamalagay, ang unang hakbang ng iyong pagpapakumbaba at pagsasabing, Panginoon, ang buhay kong ito ay ibinibigay ko na sa iyo. 
Si Jesus ay namatay para sa iyo at nabuhay na muli para ikaw ay mabigyan niya ng buhay na walang hanggan. Kung nais mong tanggapin ngayon ang Panginoon sa iyong puso, saan ka man nakaupo, huwag mong isipin ang nasa tabi mo, taas mo lamang iyong kamay, handa kitang ipanalangin. Just lift up your hands, wherever you are, if you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, and I'm willing to pray for you. Sige po, taas niyo lang inyong kamay. Yes, thank you for those hands. The Lord can see you. Yung nando sa dulo, nakita ka ng Panginoon, kapatid. Nasa gitna, nakita kayo. Just lift up your hands. God is in this place. Gusto ko pong itaas ninyong inyong kamay because this is an act of your surrender to God. Yes, salamat po sa mga kamay na nando doon. Salamat po. And I'm going to count one to three to give you an opportunity. One, two, three. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay with all humility, pwede po ba kayong tumayo sa oras na ito? So I can pray for you. Tayo lang po kayo, huwag po kayo maya. Dahan-dahan po kayo tumayo. Huwag niyong kahiya ang inyong desisyon. And that's the greatest decision that you have ever made in your life. Yes, thank you, thank you. Palakpakan nga po natin ang Panginoon sa kanilang buhay. Tayo lang pong lahat ay manalangin at lahat po ng mga tumayo, sumabay lang po sa panalangin ito. Sabihin niyo, Panginoong Yesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Inaalay ko po sa iyo ang aking puso't buhay. Hawakan mo ang aking isip, ang aking puso, at maghari ka sa akin. Nananampalataya ako ikaw ay namatay sa krus at ikaw ay nabuhay na muli upang ako'y bigyan ng kaligtasan. Salamat po, ako'y anak ng Diyos at may buhay na walang hanggan. Sa pangalan ni Jesus.